You're listening to Sweet and Sour. I'm Hope Go. I'm Jane Lee. We are talking about women's issues, breaking barriers, and tackling taboos. Let's get chatting. This month, we've decided to come home in terms of getting guests. So we've invited our news anchor and colleague, Nancy Sun, and our other colleague, Joey, and his wife, Mina, to come and talk to us about what life was like after they had their babies. Yeah, Joey has been with us for, for quite a while, and so has Nancy. And I think they have been working at ICR for more than a decade. And um, he married to this wonderful woman, Mina. And they had just had a baby. And no, two babies. They had twins, two babies, <laughs> yes. How come I can forget that? Yes, and Nancy had her uh, son, like, I think five or six years ago. I'm going to start off by asking you guys, um, Mina and Nancy and Joey, what it was like. What is a confinement center, first of all? Because I understand it's a very uniquely Taiwan experience. Well, uh, I don't. I thought they were called like postnatal care centers or postpartum care centers. Like calling it a confinement center seems like we went to jail or something. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, but basically, it's a place where women and men go after they have their children, right after they've had their children, like a couple days. And then they stay there and then they um, get a lot of professional medical help with the newborn baby and also with themselves, with a woman recovering from birth. And um, usually it has something to do with like the Taiwanese tradition or the Asian tradition of you're, you're sitting the month. And then it's supposed to be the time when the woman gets a recovery period. What was it like for you guys? Uh,护理师他会一对一的教你怎么照顾小朋友，比如说他们的呃changing yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. In fact, we were just talking about this the other day. Um, if you were to adopt pets, especially in the States or Canada, they make sure that you go through a certain level of training. And um, aside from the traditional side of, uh, you know, baby caring, right, where, you know, 坐月子 means that you, you have a whole month for the mom to recuperate and recover. Aside from that, the quote-unquote confinement center or postnatal care center, what they also do or they should do is to teach you how to take care of your babies because if you have to go through training for taking care of a dog, yet somehow, you know, you give birth to a baby and they just hand it to you after two or three days and you take it home and are just expected to keep it alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Mina's point is that not only do they teach you how to, for example, uh, breastfeed or bottle feed, uh, they also have usually attending doctors who come in daily and make sure that yeah. physiologically that you're recovering, how's the baby doing, and if you psychologically or mentally can't handle having a baby cry <laughs> in the room all the time, they'll take them to a nursing They'll take room. them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you will. could just kind of rest mm -hmm. and then mentally be, have more time. Yeah, I think it's, um, I would say it's like a matter of survival <laughs> for the for the mom, especially, no, you know, credits to, credits to the dad too. But just, I think any woman going through that, nothing prepares you for the level of like physical and mental shock 
um, that comes with, you know, squeezing a child out of your uterus. And so, so to have professionals there to tell you things that you never even thought of that it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's like a security blanket you know and there are things you never thought of like like you know you cannot let your newborn child sleep past four hours or five hours because any longer than that and they don't have enough food in their bellies and they could something bad could happen like things like that you want people to tell you and so that is what the confinement center or care center is for Mina looked a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 把宝宝交给另外一个人，就是他会告诉你不要硬去照顾小孩。有的时候， <笑> you need to take a break. Yeah. 然后你需要自己知道，这个时候 I need to take a break. We should change as we are partners, 对吗？就是爸爸现在也都是比较会一起带小孩的这个 generation. 所以我觉得这是一个非常，这个很重要，因为事实上我们真的也有遇到。这样濒临崩溃的状况过，所以还好他们就是在我们出月子之前有提醒我们这一件事情，对啊。嗯，That's mm. really quite a, a progress from the days that I was in a confinement center, which is of course decades ago. The husbands are. Uh, in those days, were not allowed inside the zuoyuezhi中心. He would be allowed in my room, but I don't remember him taking care of the child. And um, that's my second child. My daughter was my second one. And by then, we were experienced. So we, we do know a little one, one way or another how to calm a baby. And also, my daughter was a very... A very calm baby. She Lucky. Was, Lucky you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was really, she behaved very well. And so, and I remember when I was in the Zuoyuezhi中心, I would stay there for just one week. We can we can discuss that because of the cost. It costs uh -huh. a, a lot of uh -huh. money. And so uh -huh. I just chose to stay there for one week. And I remember because we already had a son, and he was like less than three years old. Then and so my husband most of the time was not in in he was not together with me mm. at all. Okay, can I ask you guys because I never went through it. When you were looking for a postnatal center, what qualities were you looking for? I think the 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 most important thing, like logically speaking, the most important thing for me was the level of expertise, like you know how, how experienced are the doctors who come to the center, how experienced are the nurses, what kind of training have they had? That's the logical feeling, and then the the actual or at least a large part of what made helped me make the choice was just the gut feeling. <laughs> it was just how did it feel when I went into the room and into the center to visit, like how were the staff and how did they treat me, how did they speak to me, what color the room was. <laughs> I don't like dark wood, so that that one it was automatically off the list. But I, I, I don't know, I think the gut feeling is important and I think like, because you're gonna stay there for a month and you're basically in that room for most of the day and most of the month and so the, the feeling of the room is important too. Joey, I remember you saying something to me about struggling with the first center that you had and then moving to the second one, is that correct? Yeah. Do you guys want to share that experience? The first one we went to was not ideal for 
the reason that it wasn't actually the one that we first looked for. We wanted one that could not only help Mina deliver and also for her to just move into the room next door. So we wanted the whole all-in-one package, right? Uh, they ended up being packed. Our babies ended up coming early, but they were in incubators. Oh. And they had to stay there for a while. So that's away from the clinic that they were actually born. They were taken there to by an ambulance. So we ended up just booking one that is still on the high end, but right next to McKay or Mackay, I think that's Mackay. how it's pronounced out, yeah. mm. so that we could just go see the baby uh, every day. That one ended up being in a really dark place with what Nancy called the dark wood floor and dark wood ceilings. And Ew. it actually got a little depressing being mm-hmm. in that space. So I think being in a well-lit room would be one of the criteria looking back, you know, 2020. I mean, how did you feel? I feel? Yeah, I feel. That was a confinement sense. During COVID, many of 不让那个visitor进来的只能进来的只有亲生爸爸可以进来可是那个就是那个监狱让我不是监狱那个月子中心让我觉得很像监狱是因为他就是水泥墙然后现在很提倡喂母乳可是不是每一个妈妈都可以
So what's wrong with the food? Is it not to your taste, or is it because it's not well prepared, or something? There are、uh, centers that actually cook their own food. The one that we went to, the one we're talking about, our first one, I think they have、uh, food outsourced. So it's in. Obviously, like airtight, sealed packages, and where they come in, they reheat.、Mm. In which case, the proteins get really dry.、Mm. And honestly, it might be personal; it's subjective, right? But it's like your weddings—you want to try out the food first before locking yourself in a room where you're just stuck <laughs> oh God, with that. That sounds so awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that the one of the biggest. Pros of the one the care center that I went to was the food was really good, and、um, I, I'm not a picky eater, so I never even thought that food would be important. But like Mina said, it makes a huge difference. Like you're already feeling. Really crappy, and then you're hurting in places that you didn't know could hurt, and then you're you haven't <laughs> slept like at all in over 24 hours, and then you know this magical plate of hot, delectable food arrives, and you're like ah, and it's like the one. Time of the day, or maybe I guess the three times of the day, where you can actually just focus on yourself, and <clears throat> like after having a child, that makes a huge difference. So the food is important too. What do you think? Being in a center was like for the baby. Did it have an impact on the baby, or did it not really matter either way? Okay. Um, I'm sure there are from the mother's side. There's more that Mina could cover, but come coming from simply just the dad's side, I think、um, I learned a lot of how to care for the baby. So. When they were born, they also got dad to, you know, do their nappies and also wash their bums, help bottle feed, and take care of things when mom physically could not or mentally could not. So I think coming from just a pure like empowerment side,、um, a, a postnatal center should start to teach dad how to do these things so that they can take over. And I think. In the end, of course, it's all good for the babies when they have more caretakers, and dads, you know, traditionally have been, you know, excluded from the conversation. Now can be a part of it. So I think that's the biggest plus for me. Now for Mina. Mina, you think? Do you have? I think I was the first one to be a mother. That's why I was the first one to be a dad. So we should have an equal chance to learn how to take care of children. That's why I was the first one to be a dad. 像现在很多月子中心，他其实也会开课程，但是他不一定是只有妈妈会参加，他反而会鼓励爸爸来参加，或者是有一些护理师他们说法会说，哎，那今天我们要教洗宝宝的屁屁或是洗澡，那是要爸爸学呢，还是妈妈学？然后通常大家就会想说，嗯。要爸爸还是妈妈的时候，护理师就会补一句说：“通常是爸爸，因为爸爸的手比较大，小孩 hold 的会比较稳；妈妈手比较小，会比较害怕。所以像洗澡这件事情，通常都是交给就直接交给爸爸去洗。我觉得现在的那个月子中心，他们也会有一个共识，就觉得哦，其实需要的是妈妈，那爸爸也需要多呃参加育儿的这个这个部分。我觉得这个是蛮好的。嗯。That's really good. It, it, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, my husband didn't really have the chance to learn anything about child rearing or taking care of the babies, especially when we gave birth. When I gave birth to my first child, that's in back in Cincinnati, in in the United States, and so we got all the, the very limited knowledge from my stay in the hospital, just five days. That、and、sounds、so、like we, what I went through. We、yeah. speed learn. A lot of things, <laughs> and, and 
and there was, and when and they insisted to keep the baby inside my room. Okay, and so when the baby was crying, and I was saying, "Somebody, please take him away," <laughs> but there's no way. So the nurse would come in and tell us how to, you know, calm the baby and how to take care of him when he was crying like crazy. But still, having the baby inside your room all the time is a lot of pressure, and so I, I think that's really one positive side. I think one of the biggest advantages of、uh, a postnatal care center here in Asia is that it keeps you away from all the noise in the family because you could be living with in-laws, you could be living with extended families, and all of those things that we talked about,、uh, how to make a mom feel comfortable. That could get you know mixed up in all different opinions, and I think having a care center is just so the mom can just learn how to take care of the babies without all of these different noise, and、uh, for that I think it's a big plus. Also to include the dad, like Jane said, to include the dad into the conversation. Perhaps your husband would have liked to played more of a role, but he wasn't encouraged. And you guys all have husband, you know how like. A lot of times they are like children. You need to kind of guide them along to learn things to encourage them. So if they had the encouragement, they probably would like to be, you know, the bomb master, which I am. I was just wondering how much it cost on average for the 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 坐月子中心 currently. For us, we have to remember Joey, Mina. They're double too. Just oh, the. Oh, yeah, we had twins, so that adds another few thousand every day. Three thousand.、Uh, I think it was two, right? I think it was two for the second one, which is、uh, it, it worked out to be. We were there for a whole, almost a whole month. The two centers combined worked out to be just shy of five hundred k. Yeah, and and I I honestly don't remember how much it was, but I have to inter I have to remind everyone that this isn't like you could you might think like oh if you compare it to a hotel you could stay at a five star hotel yada 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 and then price this is this is like a team of experts medical nursing childcare experts. At your beck and call, we're talking. This isn't staying there for twelve hours either. It's twenty four hours a day, and they work overnight. They're Up at three a.m. helping you feed your baby while you're hopefully trying to sleep. It's, you have to like double the amount because it's twenty four hours plus medical care. They're calculated、uh, based on days or weeks.、Um, days. Days. 我我们的比较贵一点点，因为呃第一间那间我们没有得选，因为它就是必须要在医院的旁边。那我们第二间价钱就比较比较呃。It was a, honestly, it was an easier choice for us because we had twins. Like we're getting two for the price of one, basically.、Right? No, you so, didn't. You had to pay. Well, had to we pay paid a little extra. And to me, I have never. We've never had a baby before, so to have professional experience there would really help. And especially, Mina just gave birth to twins, and we have to do two at the same time. So for me, it was those ex. Professional experiences, and even just having the cleaning lady to come in and chat with Mina to make her feel better about the day, that was invaluable to us. So it was an easier choice. First off, was twins. Secondly, because I know if you were to stare at your husband all day, it's not going to make you necessarily happier. But all of those, <laughs> i.e., 
they did help Mina feel happier, and that was worth the money. I thought. And I'd also like to point out too that it's not just medical care for the the, the, the newborn ch- children or babies. It's also medical care for the mothers too, especially like there. Some women give birth naturally. Some give birth through you know C-section. They're also physically recovering. And then the nurses we had there also helped to check you out physically, make sure you're healing from being stitched up. You know where, <laughs> and like some mothers who, who breastfeed, you also get wounds from the breastfeeding and so they check that or they show you how to care for those things so it's medical care for a lot of reasons yeah that was icrt anchor nancy's son dj joey chow and his wife mina sharing their experiences on life in taiwan's postnatal centers and that does it for this edition of sweet and sour you can catch past and future episodes of sweet and sour on spotify you can also catch it wherever you download your podcasts. Now, if this episode triggered thoughts and insights, or if you're interested in hearing us talk about other things, we'd like to hear from you. Drop us a line at sweetandsour at icrt.com.tw. Until next time. <laughs>